Okay, Hamishi, the fifth Aliyah of Pashas Devarim, brings us to the travels of the Jews in the desert. Um, and, and it's really, really interesting because the, <clears throat> there are the real limitations put on them. They, they were supposed to have gone straight into Israel and it would have been all over. Now that they've wandered for 40 years and they're heading into Israel, we're told there's a lot of limitations. What are those limitations? So first we're told a very big picture that there are really 10 nations that comprise the, the vast land of, uh, that we call Eretz Yisrael. But Hashem says you're only getting seven of them at this junction in history, meaning that in when Mashiach comes, the land of Israel will be bigger. But now, now it is smaller. It's only going to be seven, seven lands. Now, where are those other three? One of them is given as an inheritance for now called Seir to the children of Esav. And two of them, what we call Ammon and Moab, are given as an inheritance to the children of Lot. Of course, that brings us back to the stories of Avraham with his nephew Lot, to Yaakov and Esav, and etc., in the meantime, because of that, the way we interact with the children of, of, of Esav and Lot is unique. We're told we can't go into the land of Esav, the Torah says, without asking permission. If we want to buy, if we want food or, stu- or such, we have, to, we have to buy it from them, and that's what they do. And that's what they do. Not only that, Hashem says if you're going to be buying, you have to buy as someone who is not cheap, someone who's, who can express to the children of Esav, look, Hashem promised us blessing and we are blessed. And so buy and shop from them in a proud and man- manner as a blessed people. When you come to the lands of Ammon and Moab, Ammon, we're told, because the daughter of Lot, from whom, she, whom Ammon was born, had a certain extra level of modesty, um, you can't scare them, you can't go to war against them, or anything like that. Moab, you're allowed to scare them, and it's an interesting thing. Moab is the ones who were scared and putting our puzzle pieces together. Um, they're the ones who initiated the war with Midian and Bilam because they were scared, and they were each one was treated uniquely and differently. Moshe says, as he notes this discussion, he says that there are also limitations where Avraham made promises we don't conquer lands unless someone has already conquered it. If Avraham made a promise that he wouldn't conquer it, unless it's been previously conquered, we won't conquer it. Not only that, Moshe says you have to appreciate the difference in his own relationship with Hashem because of the sin of the spies and the long exile that the Jews have in an extra 40 years. He says during that time period, Hashem spoke to me in a different terminology, in a different phraseology, without the same love and closeness, because the closeness of a leader um, and that direct communication from Hashem is, is built on the fact that he's a representative of the Jewish people. And if the Jewish people don't merit it, then then the leader won't get that cl- that type of closed communication from Hashem. Moshe goes on and he talks about and he talks about a very very interesting thing that happens. He says when I came to fight against Sichon and Og, so I went and I introduced myself and asked them permission even though I wasn't obligated to. And he says where did, why did I do that? So he said I learned from Hashem from you Hashem. Moshe, just talking to the Jewish people, says, I learned from Hashem that, that even if you already know the answer, you still start a conversation with a question. You still ask and give people a chance to express what they're thinking. And so he says, I, you know, Mo, this is what God did with Pyro. He sends me to, he sent me to ask him, please let them go, even though, even though he knew Pyro wasn't good. And he could have just done it in one smooth, you know, destruction of Egypt, but he didn't do that. There was 10 plagues and a chance for Pyro to change his mind. Similarly, at Sinai, 
Sinai. God knew the other nations didn't want the Torah, but yet Hashem offers it to him before he gives it to the Jewish people. And so, and so Moshe says, I asked Sichon and Og if I could go, but they didn't. They said no, and we had those great wars. Interesting note, Rashi says, is that by the, by the war with Og, Moshe did a great miracle, and everybody knew about their conquest, and that's why everyone was so scared when they were going to be coming into the land of Israel of the Jews coming, because when he was fighting Og, Moshe made the, the sun stand still. He stopped time to do that battle. And so everybody realized something miraculously had happened, and that's a little foreshadowing as Joshua, Yehoshua, will do that in the book of Yehoshua, as well, a similar miracle. And so this is very, very interesting. All the preparation, the description of the journeys, the setup of the land, who's getting what, is the discussion of the fifth aliyah in Parshas Devarim.